You're listening to Drowning Verdict. Be sure to follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform. We don't want you to miss out on an important case or update. If you haven't already, pull the trigger and subscribe. That was Metro Police in Nashville, Tennessee, entering an elementary school to take on and engage with a gunman. Or was it a gunwoman? Because little did they know on the second floor, it was a female in charge of this tragedy who had killed six people. And soon enough, the cops would kill her. And I'm talking about that today because it's yet another school shooting, another tragedy. But the worst part about it is the next school shooter is up. The next school shooter is now up. And I say that because we had a school shooter just yesterday in Tennessee, elementary school there, shot up the place but the next school shooter is up. That person is on deck. And I say that not because I want to, but because somebody else said that before, and I listened to that person. I'm gonna talk about that along with some other facts of this case and ask a question that I think is a very important one and see if you can answer it because I kind of struggle with it. This is Chip Mahoney. This is Drowning Verdict. This is my true crime podcast where I talk about fascinating cases just like this one. I go more in depth with the case. So thank you for joining me today. You might've found me on my TikTok where I've got some clips there of the show, but if it led you to the crime network, that's crime with a Y, it's a good place to be. Crime podcast, crypto information, listen, read the headlines, crimenetwork.com. So I'm there. If you like my stuff, consider me, consider the lobster for a time. Drowning Verdict is featured on Spotify. You can get it wherever you get your favorite podcasts out there. And if you've heard me before, and it wasn't just a drive-by, as I like to say, you're pulling the crossover SUV back around, dropping the clip on me. I do appreciate that. Know that I try to get bigger and better for you each and every time, often to give you a reason for being here. And I've got a good reason today because I'm talking about the next school shooter. And I'm asking an important question. So stay tuned for that. But the next school shooter, 
Like I said, I don't want to say that, but somebody else did say that. Somebody who was a shooter, and I listened to that person, and I remembered what they said. And that was Anderson Aldrich. He was the guy that shot up a Colorado club a few years back, killed some people. He was jumped by some of the uh, patrons there at the bar. And he at one point had said to his family members, I think it was his grandparents, he said he wanted to be the, the next school shooter. He wanted that title. He said it that way. And I remembered that and I thought, well, yeah, the dude is right because the next school shooter is up. Wherever they are, they're on deck and it's only a matter of time. So it was only a matter of time for Audrey Hale, a person who was born female, 28 years old, to enter this school yesterday and start blasting, not waiting to get through the doors, but blasting through the doors. Kind of like a scene from Star Wars where they blast through the doors and just roll inside. That's what this person did. It was frightening. And so got inside there, killed six people, three of which were little kids. And soon after, the cops showed up. But they did something a little different this time. It's a little bit different than Uvalde because these cops went in locked and loaded. They were ready for action. These guys did not hesitate like Uvalde where those cops there played cop on the sidelines and a bunch of kids got killed, I think about 19 or 20. These cops took action. They were ready to go. By the time they got on the second floor, they engaged Audrey Hale in a hail of bullets and took that person out. And maybe that's what they wanted to die by cop because they are the next school shooter. They are the person who gets the headlines. They are going to be on Netflix at some point. You know it's coming. It's really sad. And that's why I think Anderson Aldrich, that guy, said, hey, I want to be the next school shooter. Well, he did shoot up a place, a, a public place like a club. It wasn't a school, but it was only a matter of time because that's how they think. So somewhere out there, the next school shooter is up. It's really sad. What can we do about it? Well, I did say that the shooter came in blasting. I thought that was incredibly brazen and very rare, almost as rare as being a female shooter, because even though this person was transi transitioning, calling themselves Aiden online, um, still born female, and, and really I can count on one hand the amount of females who have committed a mass shooting like this. Really, it, it's so rare. Also at 28 years old, because most of the time it's 16 to 18, 18 years old, a little bit older than that, and 99% of the time it's a guy. But to see this person born female come in blasting through the doors, that was just, that was just hardcore. It was very scary to see. But it, it was encouraging to see the cops go in, not hesitate. And if I've ever seen a first-person video game, this was it. It was incredibly realistic for what we see in video games, in the first-person shooter games. Because the cops had the body cams, they had the guns out in front of their, their chest. All the noises, all the chaos, first level, second level, just like a POV video game. And we're starting to blur the lines between the two because there's so much of it. So maybe that's part of it, but they did come in strong. And I do think that they saved 
lives because by hesitating, um, you know, there, uh, one second is worth 10 minutes in that situation. So you can't hesitate and they didn't. And it, it was, it was pretty amazing to see because it's like night and day compared to that in Uvalde, where I think those cops did hesitate and a lot of people died. Unfortunately, that was a situation. But the question I want to ask here is something that I've asked before because I've covered these school shootings and I do cover true crime. So I asked the question, is this a true crime case? Is it true crime? We have multiple victims. We have premeditation. We have planning and we have executing. I called Nicholas Cruz a serial killer that went to work one day at his high school. I said that if you've listened to Drowning Verdict, I said that guy was a serial killer and he just happened to pick a Valentine's Day. He wanted to do it on Valentine's Day and, and he just did it that way. That was the way that he wanted to do it. And he gets everything that he wants. He gets all the infamy that goes with the uh, books that will be written about him and the Netflix that is soon to come. So are these people the new breed of serial killers? Is someone like Audrey Hale a serial killer just goes to work? at the school, it makes things a lot easier. And if they wanna die, that's gonna be easier as well because they're gonna get in a shootout with cops who are ready to um, who are ready to engage and at least know how to engage if uh, they come across it. So um, seems to me that it could be a true crime case that we shouldn't necessarily classify it as something else right away because you can classify it as a mass shooting or a school shooting. And maybe we don't learn what we need to learn in order to apply it for the future. Maybe we're just looking at it differently because how's it any different? Back in the day, uh, the stuff that we see a lot of movies and in, in TV about are the traditional serial killers, the people who stalk. They're in the dark shadows of our society. They're picking out their victims one by one. By the time they get to that third victim, then the cops can say, hey, well, I think we've got a serial killer on our hands here. And so they do it, and over the course of years, they might uh, start increasing their victims to three, four, five, ten victims, and so forth. Well, here we've got at least six victims, but it didn't happen over a period of time. It happened within about 10 to 20 minutes or a half hour. But nonetheless, there was a lot of planning. There was a lot of premeditation. There was a lot of everything that you would see in a typical true crime case. It's just that the act itself is different than what we might know of as a serial killer. So I'm thinking that this is just a, a more productive way for a serial killer to kill people. Do it in a school and create that shock and that awe and be on the cover of everything right away. There, leave it no mystery to who done it. And whether you want to live or die, it's, you know, die by cop most of the time, you're going to get what you want. You're going to get what you want because serial killers get what they want. Whether they get caught or not, they still get what they want. It's their victims. It's who they want, their type and how they want to do it. And sometimes the secret that they want to live with. So maybe it's just a more productive way for a serial killer to go to work. Because for sure, I said that about Nicholas Cruz. Dude was a serial killer. It's just how he went about it. So what do you think? Do you think that this fits in something that we could call true crime or do we have to classify it as something else whereby we don't learn anything? We don't learn anything from the future because 
the people who commit the act are the ones that you might want to listen to. Anderson Aldrich is somebody that I listened to. And I said, yeah, when he mentioned that, that he wanted to be the next school shooter, that means that he wants that title. Just like somebody might say, hey, I want to be the next so-and-so football player. I want to be the next so-and-so basketball player. They want that title. They want what that other person has. Well, the school shooters that came before them have something. They might not be alive, but they have something, which is the notoriety, unfortunately, in society, whether it's good news or bad news, it's still notoriety. And they are getting the Netflix shows. They're getting everything that gets their name out there, their picture out there, that they are known because they wouldn't be known any other way. No one would ever know them in the public space any other way other than what they do. And they certainly did that. And I think that someone like Audrey Hale, the person who committed this terrible tragedy, probably wanted that as well. Did she get that or did he get that? I don't know. But if there are things that come out that we can learn and we can apply and say, you know what? We shouldn't try to reclassify things here. We should look at this as true crime. We should look at this as premeditation, planning, uh, just like a serial killer might plan what he does. And it's just a different way to go about it. It's a different way to go about those killings because a serial killer doesn't want just one. A school shooter doesn't just want one person to kill. They want multiple victims. So what do you think about that? Do you have any comments? Um, unfortunately, the next school shooter is up. It's only a matter of time. Hopefully something can be done about it. And I happen to think if you uh, classify it the same way over and over, nothing can be learned. So we got to listen to the people who have said things before because words are powerful. Words have meaning. And we have to think about it differently, that these might be serial killers. These might be people that just know how to go about it in our modern times. And it, and it works for them. They want to die, but they want notoriety and they want to go out getting their victims all at once. So maybe that's how we got to look at it. I don't know. You let me know if you have any comments. But on this episode of Drowning Verdict, I'm out. I'll have more for you. Probably not on this one, but on other interesting cases and you can find me wherever, even on crimenetwork.com. So thanks for joining me today on Drowning Verdict. I'm out. Have a good one. Good night.